Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is a one-shot that we have played before, Hand of Glory. It was written by Alan Carey, and it's available from Chaosium on the Miskatonic Repository. I am the Game Master, and this is our third version. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> it's one of those overcast days on the North York Moors. The landscape is composed of low, flattened hills covered in grasses, heathers, and wildflowers, interspersed with groves of trees. Birds chirp and insects buzz around, and the croaking of frogs can be heard from shady spots near mossy creeks. Some find the moors monotonous and boring, but as part of the North Yorkshire Ramblers, you are happy to be there. It's late June, and the temperature is moderate, despite the sun being hidden behind the clouds. As you walk along, you begin to notice... I'm sorry, go ahead. You guys can improvise a little bit as you're walking around. What do you guys do? Well, I'm assuming we're rambling or walking, and I'm looking at all the plants, and it's just so beautiful. Uh, if you have there's anyone that catches your eye, I'll try to do a sketch of it. Do we have any place we're going to be rambling to, or are we just going to be wherever the wind takes us? You, wherever you just, our heart desires. Yeah. Kind of going. Um, so, you guys, the, the, oh. do you guys have walking sticks? I or have is, a walking stick. I think Audrey yes. has a walking stick as well. Okay. The heathers, they're flowering this time of year. I'm glad that it's overcast today and not too hot out here. Makes for more enjoyable walking weather. I agree. Indeed. And with it being June, we're not really used to the warmer weather just yet. So, so as you walk along, you begin to notice a few drops of afternoon rain. The faint sound of distant thunder rumbles across the landscape. There is a stand of trees close by where you hope to take shelter, but when you arrive, you realize that the wet foliage just seems to drip on you even more than the sky. You realize uh, there is a wide path cutting through the grove and old ruts in the damp clay. A little while on, and you see up ahead an old coach's inn where in days gone by, a stagecoach might stop for a rest and a bite to eat. And as the sky begins to open up, uh, uh, you move forward. You can see that there's white smoke drifting, drifting up out of the chimneys, which indicates there are people there. And as you approach, you can see the lights on. There is a raised porch all the way around and a sign hanging that says, Witchwood Grove Inn. Let's get out of this rain. Right, yeah. So this yes, my, my, my wife might uh, <laughs> strangle me if I get this suit destroyed. The, um, you can see that other people have left their walking sticks and things uh, 
on the outside of the porch. Uh, so there must be people inside. You can hear faint noise inside. Uh, as you open the door, you are greeted by the smell of roasting meat and yeasty beer. Uh, the floorboards mm. creak as you enter. There are more people in here than you expected sitting at tables around the room. Must be farmers and other locals. Uh, they're all rather rustic in appearance. Some are drinking and eating. And as you enter, they mostly go silent and turn to look at you as you enter. A man, the barkeep, wipes his hands and puts on a big smile as he moves out uh, to greet you. Afternoon, folks. Uh, welcome to Witchwood Grove Inn. Please have a seat. Uh, Thank you. We Thank don't you. get many. We don't get many people nowadays. Have you been uh, out rambling? Oh yes. yeah, we, we certainly have. We were rambling and got got caught by the weather, so we're glad we could found found your in here to yes. take shelter in. Weather's rather unpredictable this time of year. Can I get you something to eat or to drink? We have whiskey, beer, coffee, tea. I can bring you a plowman's to snack on if you're hungry. Plowman would be great. And uh, pint of bitter. Sure. Yeah, I haven't got enough money for that. I didn't really plan on bringing a lot of money because I had sandwiches, but that sounds good. So I'll, I'll take a I'll take a pint and uh, Plowton's lunch. I'll have tea, please. I'll right. I'll have a pint. And Patty, what were you going to have? Oh, tea as well. I'll join you, Daniel. Yes, of course. The, like uh, so many days in the past. The, uh, the inside of the building is rustic. It looks like it's been here for quite a while. Uh, um, <coughs> excuse me. The locals, they're all kind of dressed in uh, heavier clothing than you'd expect. Um, it's just perhaps precaution in case it rains or uh, something they must be used to. Um, they aren't very talkative. They seem to be sitting and drinking, nursing their drinks and eating a little bit of food. Mm -hmm. And you find as you're sitting there for a while that, that you're getting a few glances because you're obviously strangers. Hmm. Uh, what does the, the inn look like on the inside? It's nice. I mean, it's warm. There's a fire going. Um, it's a wooden structure on the inside. Uh, the roof is... A little bit more, it's like a, a, a shake roof. Uh, okay. So it's I got wooden structure on the inside and then kind of uh, uh, shale-like plates of you know, right. stuff nice, on, yeah. the, on the top. So from our time in all rambling the, the North York moors, have we noticed this building here before? Not really. The moors are pretty huge. and You always tend to pick a different direction to go. I'll ask the, the barkeeper, uh, how long have you had this establishment open? Oh, it's, um, it's been in the family for quite a number of years. Uh, it goes back before us, though. It used to be an old coach's inn where a stagecoach would stop by. Um, that's before my time. But uh, we've been here for, for quite a number of years. Well, it's a real hidden gem. The tea is well, hidden is the problem. <laughs> Have you considered putting a sign up front near the pathway? Um, well, it's not even much of a pathway. Yeah. It's just sort of a hole in the trees. Speaking of signs, do you have, I don't, uh, since you've changed from like Coachman's Inn, do you still happen to have the Coachman's sign? 
No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I, uh, we, a couple of us deal in antiquities and stuff like that. That might have been an interesting thing to, at uh, our stores. He introduces himself as Addison Boulder. He is the owner and the, the, the key. Well, uh, he exchanges a few words with you, you know, where are you from and so forth, just to be polite. And then he goes back to the bar and, you know, he's waiting on other people. Uh, you notice him uh, walk around to some of the other uh, patrons. Uh, and there seems to be, I mean, a long familiarity. Everybody seems to know him. Um, and you get the impression, which is perfectly normal, that a lot of them are sort of asking him about who you are and all of that. And he answers their questions quietly. You can't really hear what he's saying. The food, though, is pretty good. The plumage, I mean, it's, it's a plumage, uh plate. So it's got cheese and some meats and things like that on it that you can pick at. The, uh, the drinks are good. And you're there for maybe 20, 30 minutes. And uh, the bartender uh, goes, uh, the barkeep goes back behind the bar. And you see him go uh, over to a shelf. And uh, he reaches up to pull something down. There's uh, a glass um, bell, you know, like you would see over the top of an old clock, uh, a little glass bell. And there's something inside of it. And he brings it down and he sets it on the, the bar. And as he um, removes the glass bell and sets it to the side, you can see it's something that looks very much like an old black candle in the shape of a human hand. And he, he lights something and he says, all right, everybody, uh, last call, uh, and then we can get going. And he starts lighting these candles. As you look around, um, the warmth of the room uh, seems to have grown some. Um, you feel you feel warm. You feel comfortable. Feel very relaxed. Uh, you look around at your companions. And there's a kind of real giddy happiness, as if you've been drinking all afternoon, which you haven't been. And you begin to realize that your eyelids are getting rather heavy. Uh, and it's about then that you notice that a lot of the people in the room are starting to stand up just as your consciousness is slowly drifting away and you slump forward on the table and everything goes black. As you slowly emerge from the darkness within your mind, 
without knowing how long time has passed. The first thing that you notice is an odd, foul sort of smell, like sausages in water that have boiled for too long. You, you haven't opened your eyes yet, but you can feel that the air is cooler. The surface of the table is much rougher. You hear a man's voice somewhere nearby. You think it might be the barkeep. Auntie, please, you, you have to release us from this curse. It's been five years. And an old crackly voice responds, you be a fool and the others along with. Now, you took from me, so I took from you. We've made no bargain. Your time is through. And your eyes slowly open. The room is dark and the fireplace light is low. And it takes you a second to realize that this is a completely different place, not the inn at all. The windows are dirty and small. The walls are gray like a stone cabin. And there are things, bundles of dried plants and herbs hung from the rotting rafters above. You attempt to move and you realize that your wrists are shackled to the table in front of you. Your legs too seem to be restrained. You struggle for a moment. The man across the room begs, Auntie, please, no more, no more. It's silence for you. These little conies are waking up. The barkeep shakes for a moment, then he slumps forward unresponsive. From out of the shadows emerges an ancient crone of a woman in heavy tattered clothes. Her robes drape to the floor and cover her almost completely. A cowl covers her head. Still, she looms larger than you might expect, and her form is exaggerated by her hunched back, making her look like a small mountain of gray wool. She smiles, a crooked smile, and her face is so wrinkled and deep that it looks like tree bark. As she creaks towards you, it's then that you realize that both of her hands are missing from the scars it looks like they were cut off years ago. Well, now, the cur makes a dogged deal and brings all of you. He brings me ten, but I only needs two. You need two for what? Oh, one no, for the don't. left and one for the right, my dear. Uh, unhand us, you mad woman. What? That's what the is... idea, my little friend. No, no. Uh, oh. Release us. If they, if they stole from you, why don't you take it from them? Now, why on earth would I want to release you? What bargain can you make to let me let you go? There must be some kind of misunderstanding. We, we're, we're not who you think we are. We're just... We're just ramblers. I don't really care who you are, my dear. Not at all. Uh, can we stand up? Are we shackled? Are you are shackled. shackled? Are we shackled to the table and to the and to the 
You think to the the the, the legs of the chair? Um, yeah, with just trying to feel like with what looked like iron bands. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Well, no way of getting out of that. Is the table wood? Yes, it's rather thick wood. You're thinking maybe okay. four inches thick. Big heavy uh, thing. How many other people are around besides Auntie? Um, just just Auntie, um, uh, Atticus Boulder at the other end. He's not shackled. And the yes. uh, five of you. Okay, so if we could get out. And she's just standing over us, right? She's starting to walk around the table and uh, sort of observe you. She's, she's strange. She moves like an old woman. She drags herself around. It sounds like maybe she has a cane, but you can't see it. Um, obviously, she doesn't have hands. Um, uh, she says, well, now, dearies, let's see what we've got here. And with her stump, she sort of moves it forward and uh, starts looking at your hand. She looks at Willow's hands and drags her stump along your hand, seeing how well it will fit. What do you want to do? <laughs> but I don't flinch. I see that and I tuck my fingers if I can. Like make fists. Who are you? Oh my dear, you can just call me auntie. Everyone calls me auntie. Auntie, you need to you need to release us. I, we, we, I can, we, I give you money. Uh, it, you know, I can just, you, you have to release us. You, you can't hold us here. What use do I have for money? You say you want to make a deal, then you want to get me something, something that I want. I can what, make that deal with you. What do you want? I want my hands back. And she holds up her stumps. She says, those dirty little bastards at the end took my hands five years ago. And I've been waiting to get them back, and yet they don't bring them. And tonight is the last night for them. I want you to go to their little inn and get my hands back. Sure, let's. Please let release us. We'll bring whatever we need to bring back. Are you making There's a bargain then? You're promising? You, you're going to. Auntie doesn't like it when her promises get broken. I, mean, yeah, uh, I, I think I might know where one is. I'm not sure about the other one, but. If there's five of us, we could probably force Atticus to tell us where it is. How does Atticus look right now? Like He is, um, I think he might be unconscious. He's slumped forward on the table. At the end. Oh, wow. Okay. But he's not bound. No. 
And he was speaking earlier, though. Yeah. She told him to, to stop talking, and he seemed to have almost keeled over when she did that. All right, then. I think I'm willing to make that kind of a bargain with you. But first, we're going to have to get some incentive. <clears throat> he looks over at Atticus. She looks over at Atticus, and she says, Atticus, attention. And Atticus suddenly stands up, and she says, the pretty one there, that's the one. And suddenly Atticus sort of moves, and I guess you call it her kitchen. The whole house is kind of her kitchen, you know? And like very quickly, he picks up a meat cleaver and he comes over and shaboom like that. And Willow, your left hand is severed from your body. Oddly enough, it, there's only a moment of pain. It's pretty bad pain, but it's instantly gone. And where you expect blood to spurt out all over the table, just a little trickle sort of trickles onto the okay. onto the floor. You can do a sanity roll. You can all do yes, sanity. Yes, that's what okay. I'm doing. Uh, uh, just passed. I fumbled. Ding. 99. Okay. For a person who got her hands off, she's doing really well. <laughs> it's 15. <laughs> well, uh, okay. if, you, if you fumbled 1d4, I mean, uh, you can do an intelligence roll. Uh, to see if you really freak out. I guess I'm really freaking out. Okay. Well, yeah. What? Uh, yeah. One. Uh, so I say one d four. It would have been just one point if, if you hadn't. Um, one d four of, of damage. But what happens next is Willow's hand lying there is like shaking with you know the nerve endings that are being affected by it. It suddenly jumps up onto its fingertips and it runs across the table to where Auntie is standing. And she brings her left wrist down. The thing turns around and you see little tendrils of flesh and sinew that sort of reach out and start fusing themselves onto her hand, uh, which is quite a bit you know, younger than, uh, than her wrist. At the same time, Willow, you notice that your own wound is healing almost instantly into a you know, fleshed over stump. She says, well, now, my dearies, that wasn't so bad, was it? Yes, it was. Auntie, what did they want your hand for? They wanted to take away my abilities, my my." my heart and soul just to take care of my own children. And they, they just, they're evil people who took away my, my, my livelihood, my hands. But that was just one. Auntie needs two. Who shall it be? Shall you choose or me? And she starts walking around the table again. And now, Atticus is slumped back down and she's got the cleaver in her hands and she's walking about. What do you guys do? <laughs> Eddie's like 
trying to struggle against your restraints at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much we can do. <laughs> oh God. Please don't don't do it. You only you only need the 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 one hand, surely. Surely, I mean we need both our hands to Retrieve your old hands. Uh, leave us with all of our hands. I'm surprised. I thought that after all this time, men would be more gallant and not let the ladies be so upset. But if I'm going to choose, whose will I choose? And she brings down the, the axe on Audrey's right ah. And once ah. again, you feel not as much pain as you'd think, and there's very little blood. Once again, your hand crawls across the table to her right hand, ah. and uh, you can do sanity rolls for that as well. Failed that one. I rolled a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> if you rolled a hundred, take four damage. All right. <laughs> uh, anybody else fails? I failed. Okay. Roll for intelligence yeah. and uh... Uh, I failed that roll. Eighty-six over forty. Okay, well that's good. So you just take the you take yeah. the one d four damage and um, just one. So she says, the bargain is struck as well as your wrists. Now then, I'm going to release you. But know this, that if you betray me, we're going to have a problem. You understand? Take our hand. She raises up her hands like this, and they sort of sparkle on the fingertips, your, your fingertips, for just a moment. And she says... Two hands taken, two will be given on this eldritch night, forgiven. And she snaps her fingers and your bonds just suddenly pop open. Now, could I have pulled my, my, my stump out first? Because I probably would have reflexively. Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah that one's out. I'm just staring at it. Go now. She says, what, what, what do you um, and be back before sunrise? You do realize I didn't say it earlier, but it's nighttime. That's okay, yes. Yeah. But where, where, where are we going? Where is this? this where town? are we at? All of the paths. Let's go. Can we take Atticus with us? Can we take Atticus with us? Don't worry about him. He's lost. Can I, can I take that cleaver or a knife? Are you going to take my cleaver? That's my cooking utensils. Well, I mean, if I hold up my stumps, like if I have to remove a hand to get my back, I need a, something to remove it with. She's like, yeah, she's not going to let you have her cleaver. Okay. <laughs> worth, a, worth a shot. <laughs> All right. Well, when we get out of her hearing range, I'm going to say I think one of her hand, one of her hands, is that hand of glory. 
where the other one is, we're going to have to find out. It's just a candle. It's the hand of glory. I don't know what that is. You having this conversation oh, yes. inside the house? No, no, no. Oh, no. So, uh, I, like I said, okay. once we get outside, let's, we're hearing it. Let's, let's wait. Don't, let's not jump ahead and tell us what okay. you want to do. All right. So you move over. You see the places. I mean, she's got a lot of junk and stuff in here. And, um, like I say, lots of things hanging from the this she i mean uh, of all things she seems like an old-fashioned witch you know in the the classical sense is there anything i can do to i don't know like get a feel for like what like like the age of the stuff she has yeah um you're an antique stealer yeah and and the antiquarian you and the antiquarian yeah. can both roll your your antiques or your antiquarian okay what type of herbs does she have plants cutting uh looks like all kinds of things uh like you'd expect you know like an herbal healer or or something that'd be like a praise we have a botanist yeah we do yes why don't you roll your botany I'm trying to figure out if any of these are poisonous. Right. That failed. is a uh, 33, which is a success. Okay. Yeah, a lot of them are poisonous. Foxglove and Wolfsbane and uh, mm-hmm. Black Nightshade and things like that. She's got lots of poisons hung up. Um, Dreadful. Uh, Willow, you are pretty sure that this place looks like 1600s, maybe older. Okay. It's, it's hundreds of years old. Uh, the style of buildings is, is such. And Audrey, you know enough to know that these things are all the, you know, really old-fashioned uh, cooking, yeah. cleaning stuff. Um, not, not much cleaning stuff, but... Uh, uh, I have an interest... Sorry. Uh, I have an interest in the occult. Is there anything I see in down that line? Like anything occultish looking? Do, do an occult roll. Okay. Uh, oh, three on that. Okay. Well, in that case, there's nothing overtly, you know, like a statue or a pentagram. Mm-hmm. But if you were to, if you were, if somebody said, have you ever seen a witch? You would go, yeah, gotcha. right here. That this, this, this woman looks more like an old crone witch than anybody you've ever seen before. Right. Got it. Okay. Um, you step out onto the porch and it's nighttime and apparently the sky is clear because, you know, as you're stepping onto the, it's kind of, kind of a covered porch and the building itself is stone and it's really old. Um, I'd like you to all do spot hidden as you step out. You can see that it's surrounded by woods as well. I got a hard, hard success. Yeah. Okay. A hard success. Okay, hard successes. Um, those of you who didn't make it, you you step off the porch into the yard. You can see there's a path going straight towards the grove of trees, where there's you know like, like almost like a tunnel going through the grove of trees. Those of you who did pass it, you step off the porch and you you kind of maybe want to get a look at that the building. You look back and you look up into the sky 
And at first you're thinking, my God, the sky is so clear. I can see, you know, stars everywhere. And then you notice there is two, there are two moons in the sky. One of them kind of frosty blue and the other one sulfur yellow. And you realize that you can see galaxies and constellations that you've never seen before in the sky. You can do sanity rolls. Yep. And of course, as soon as everybody else notices you looking up, they look up and they can do the same thing. I uh, wrote a 90. That's a fail. I passed. Fail. So if you fail, just take one, you, you stagger back, you take one point of sanity damage. Uh, if, you, if you didn't, you're like, you must still be on the drugs that whatever they, whatever they gave you. Yeah, I guess it's or something. Any special constellations to determine where we are? I am a, an astronomer. Right. You can do an astronomy role. All right. That's going to be a hard, a hard success. You are absolutely sure that you are nowhere that you have any idea. You see okay. no recognizable constellations. Um, although I will give you that, you know, part of the sky is taken up by what looks like a galaxy. And from the shape of it, and the, you'd probably guess Andromeda, um, you're either way closer to the Andromeda galaxy than you were before, but holy crap. All right. Is there uh, any by the moment clubs or anything solid to there's a there's at? a um, there's a pile of wood. Which which hand did she take? She took your left hand. She took Audrey's right hand. I feel like we're sharing, having a, they did something to our food or drinks and we're having a, a shared hallucination or I don't. What prevents us from just going back in and just beating the old lady? <laughs> I, uh, I feel, I see. We, we, we see hands crawl across the table and she's hit wood and she, it was, only he had stumps, and now we're seeing sparks from her fingertips when she has our hands. I don't think I want to mess with her. Yeah, I like hold up my stump. I'm like, this barely hurt and immediately healed itself. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like beating her might not get us very far. That doesn't stop me from going down and grabbing a piece yeah, of wood, though. Right. Yeah, me, me too. Guys. Now, if you asked me earlier today if I believed in witches, I would have laughed you off. But now I'm not so sure. Same thing I mean, with the real. She, she, everything going on in there, and I mean, just if I mean, it, it, just textbook witch. Uh, just the way she looks, everything, or the plants. I mean, we could be having a shared delusion, but. I think they're not right off the thing. It feels too real. Yeah. That's why I'm saying if you told me, like, like you said, that was just a candle, it's like I would normally said, yeah, that's just a candle in the shape of a person's hand. But 
I think that's old star, real old legendary stuff, hand of glory. That's somebody's hand. What what is the hand of glory? Well, you saw the, the hand with candles where that it looked like there were candles that were lit. Uh, oh. in um, oh, yes. in legend, if you cut off people hands like witches and stuff like that, uh, Audrey would probably uh, know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, they have power. Some sort of a magical. It's usually a candle in the shape of a hand that witches are. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm thinking if you're saying it has power. If, if I'm buying into this delusion, do you think it would have power over her? Because she wants a bad uh, back so badly, we can use it against her. Maybe I'm going to have to try to remember more detail. I mean, I I know what one is, but I'm going to try to remember some more detail of what I know about them. Roll and thirty-eight. Don't thirty-six. Thirty-eight. Yeah. Can I roll um, a cult okay, just to sure. relay what I know about Hand of Glory? Um, that's that's a fail. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna spend yeah, eleven no, luck. Oh, uh, don't spend the luck. Um, I mean, traditionally, a hand of glory was something that was uh, prepared by uh, uh, thieves that were going to rob a house. Uh, they could, when they lit it, they could use it to force all of the inhabitants to fall asleep. Um, but that doesn't sound like what this is. Yeah. It sounds like something else, uh, something wow. you're not familiar with. It made us, it made us pass out. And yeah. Well, you're pretty sure you were drugged. Yeah. No. Yes. Well. Yeah. Um, all right, so you guys are still standing in the front yard, dumbstruck by the sky. Um, as I say, this little cabin sits in the middle of a cluster of woods uh, that looks pretty dense, but you can see there's a path leading straight out of it uh, into the darkness, into the, oh, I said it, uh, into the, uh, into the <laughs> woods. Um, all right. I thought it just occurred to me, what, what, she talked about children, feeding your children. I don't want to know. Don't. Me either. Don't well, let's get going, I guess. Can we get away from this? Yeah, let's get away from her. All right. Follow the path. Start follow. following the path. Follow the path. Um, there are little things that make it apparent that you are not on Earth. Um, the woods look very much like woods on earth, but they're more gnarled and twisted. And even the pieces of wood that you picked up seem to be very oddly twisted and you know, almost like the plants have been tortured into their, their shapes. And as you're walking through down the path through the woods, uh, do listen rolls for me. I'm looking for a better walking stick than just a club. Anybody pass their lesson? No? No. I'll spend, in this case, I will spend four. Okay. Um, Willow, you're fairly certain that there are something, some things out in the woods 
they're a ways distant, but you can hear, you know, twigs cracking and uh, things rustling around uh, in the woods. You can't see anything, but. Does it sound big? There could, yeah, maybe, maybe a number of big things out there in the woods. Okay, let's get going, folks. The path goes a little ways on, and you see that it starts to open up into a clearing. Uh, you're, there's things moving in the clearing, so you're cautious as you move forward. Uh, and as you, you get a little ways on, the, the light from these two moons, which cause a very strange sort of shadow with their yellow and bluish light. Maybe they make everything sort of greenish because of the blend of colors. You can see that there are a number of people. Um, from your guess, uh, it's hard to tell in the dark, but you're pretty sure these are people that were in the inn with you. Um, they're in little clusters around the clearing, and there are children, um, little children running around with them. They're playing. Their parents seem to be ecstatic to be able to see their children. They're, some of them are teary-eyed. Some of them are, are so happy. They're joyously laughing and so forth. Um, but they seem to be kind of doing their thing in this glade, this uh, clearing. And you can see that the path continues on the other side of the clearing. Um, what do you want to do? I'm going to go up to the nearest uh, man and spin him around. What is, where are we? Where? Um, we're, we're, we're here. Um, you're, you're one of the people from the, uh, from the inn. Yes. Yes. The ones that got drugged and abducted. He looks down the path and he says, he says, uh, did, uh, did Atticus succeed? What's what? I, I guess, and as he looks at you, he says, I guess he didn't. Uh, otherwise, you wouldn't be here. I'm, I'm sorry that we involved you in this, but it's, it's the only way for us to get our children back. So the children she was talking about are yours? I don't know what she you're saying, them? but she took our children five years ago. And, uh, and, and he sort of leans forward to you. He says, the children don't seem to know that. They seem to think that this is the same night that they were taken. Um, they don't know they've been gone for five years, but this was our last night. We don't have the, the, the power for the transfer any longer. We're, we're kind of stuck if he doesn't succeed. What transfer? What, what transfer? To get back. Oh. And he looks around. He looks up at the sky, at the woods. He says, to get back. What did you need for the transfer? We needed her to release us. Our children can't leave. They won't. They can't come out of the, the, the clearing. Well, she's, uh, she's tasked us to find her hands. What? 
what happened? Why did she take your children? Why is she missing her hands? Well, look, uh, you I, brought us into I, this. I, I, I don't care what you do. This is the time is so short. I want to spend it with my kids, not talking to you. I'm going to tower over him and intimidate him. You're going to help us. He looks up at you and he says, what are you going to do to me? My life is over tonight. If, if we're not released, I want to spend the time with my kids, not with you. You want and to he, spend he, 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 the he rest walks, of your life with your kids. He walks away from you and goes back to, over to his kids and what, his wife. Just, and what, one, just, just, just one thing, we'll leave you alone. What did Atticus do with the hands? Her hands. They're back at the uh, at the end. There's, but without them, and he just shakes his head and he goes back and he embraces his child and and uh, what to do? I mean, how are we supposed to get back to the inn? Well, you the can inn see the path continues. Yeah. Yeah, I think I pushed through, and clearly we're not getting answers here. Uh, no, so I just not. work through the cl- crowd and head towards the other path. All right. There's no point in torturing these people right now. I mean, it's not going to do us any good. So you yeah. push back through, and you're now back in that path, and a different, I mean, just the, the continuation of the path. And you realize that after about 300 feet or so, it opens up once again. And there in the middle of a clearing is the inn. Looks like, looks like when you left it. In fact, your walking sticks are still on the porch. It's just not where it was before. It's in the middle of this grove of trees that are all twisted in the skies. Alien. Point the gnarled stick I'm holding is like, I think we have to get into that inn and, and, and find her hands. And- just go do this madness. Just yeah, get it over with as quickly as possible. I, I don't want to just give her what she wants. Let's find if we can let's first find what she wants. Exactly. Let's find it, then we'll figure out what we're what we're gonna why do. She can't, why she couldn't just come down this path and get them herself. I have no clue. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan, but but you didn't you didn't you didn't lose a hand. I, I want to get my hand back. Me too. You're gonna force her to give you a hand back? I, I'm I'm hoping she'll give me my hand back if I give her hers back. So so I'm fine giving her what she wants. Charlie's opening the door. I grab my walking stick and then right. Uh, except yeah. for the fact that the fire is a little bit lower. It's obviously been hours since you were here. Um, the inn is exactly the way that you left it. In fact, uh, the uh, the hand is still on the bar. Um, the candles have gone out and the hand is now like this on the, on the thing. Um, you can see where if you had anything with you when you walked into the bar, into the, into the inn when you were sitting down, it's still there. If you took off a jacket, it's still there. Right. Something right. like that. I probably laid my satchel on the table I was sitting at. 
Does it look like, does the hand look like, if I go up and look at the hand, is it really a hand or not? As you go up closer to it, it, I mean, it's got kind of a waxy sheen to it, but when you look at it closer, you realize that, yeah, it kind of matches her barky sort of skin. Well, there's one. Just start taking, you know, how is it lit in here? Is it just candles or is it? At this point, there's not much light except for what's left of the fire. Fireplace, yeah. yeah. Are there other candles? Can I yeah, there are. There's, there are lanterns. Yeah, yeah. Light, light a couple lanterns. Get that. Yeah, I'll reach into my. Are there slots for candles? My flashlight on the the hand. You can't tell the hand is now closed like okay. this. You can see that it's it's old and gnarled. You can see where it was severed off, and this was like a candle stand with a spike sticking up, and it's just been jammed down on the spike. And there's a ring on the finger, and it's uh, but it's closed like a tight fist. I'm gonna. Uh, Touch it. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna grab it. <laughs> um, is there? Why I'm at the fire? Is there? Um, you know, just a iron poker stuff yes. like that. Uh, I'm gonna sure. grab that and any other that might look like a weapon. Well, there are yeah. kitchen utensils and stuff back here. Yeah, yes. I want the poker instead. Knife. Okay. I'll grab a knife. Yeah, I'm grabbing it. Audrey. Okay, Audrey, uh, take a look at that ring, see if there's anything significant about that ring. I'm going to look at it, too. It, um, it looks like it's got a small stone on it. The stone is kind of a blue-green. Um, closest thing would be kind of a tourmaline, maybe. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it looks like it's probably a gold ring. And uh, it's pretty much on the hand. Mm -hmm. um, if you picked up the hand, the hand is rough and it feels kind of dry, but it's still pliable. You know, it's not, it's not solid. Well, let's solid find problem. the other. Can we carefully open it up and take off the ring and see if there's anything on the, on the, and the inscribed on the ring? Sure. Um, do a let's call that a do it a do a strength roll. A strength roll, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't try because I only got only got the one hand, so it'd be <laughs> hard leverage to pry those fingers open. Okay, fifty-nine out of sixty. Yeah, I made it. I'm a five. Excuse me, I made it. Yeah. So. With some difficulty, uh, you manage to slowly pry the finger up. And uh, I mean, you can see the ring. Do you want to remove it? Yeah, I'll take, take a look at it. All right. You pull it off, and the finger immediately snaps back into place. Um, it's a crude thing. It doesn't look like something that would have been manufactured, even like in the Renaissance. It might be. It might be ancient, like uh, like something the Greeks or the Romans would have created. The goldsmithing of it is not as good. The stone is not cut, you know, like a like a diamond or anything like that. It's uh, it's lumpy. It's just like a semi-precious thing. 
What would you like to do next? Was there any, is there any engraving on the, uh, anything on the? Nothing. Nothing, okay. All right. I'm gonna go to the back room, start looking. Kitchen. Okay. Yeah, I'll follow Charlie. I'm going to get my flashlight out of the out of my bag, and I'm going to look up on that shelf where the other where the other hand of glory was. No, there was no other hand of glory. No, there wasn't. Any, I mean, where the hand of glory was. There's no other ones. Okay, all there's right. just a, a blank spot where that was. Um, all right, uh, Charlie, you go into the back room. You can see there's food storage, um, things like that, uh, cleaning supplies. There's a sink where they can clean up stuff. Oh, I was going to see if there's a cellar. Just hit the. I was just going to have you roll to see if you can find the cellar, but since you said it and you're looking for it, it's not yeah. that hard to find. It it's is a, a it is a large trap door in the floor. Uh, that when you raise up, uh, there is a kind of a half ladder, half stairs. You know, kind of like this with rungs. Yeah. Uh, you could go down it without holding on, but you, know, you could also trip and fall. It also right. seems to be fairly well lit down there. Like uh, there are uh, uh, lanterns already lit down in the basement. I'm gonna yell out to the others, especially Dan. <laughs> I, I found a, a, a cellar. Well, let's get going. I'll. Uh... You lead the way. I'll start climbing down. Hold, hold the lantern for me. Yep, I'm raising it over his uh, head. Okay. You all going to go down? Uh, I think one of us should stay up top. Uh, stay up top, but yeah. Uh, I think I'm staying up top. Uh, is okay. Patty staying up as well, or Patty going down? Um, yeah, I'll hang out with you. Okay. Well, then let uh, me ask yeah. what Patty and Audrey would like to do while they go down into the basement. Uh, let me let me describe the room for you. Of course, there's the, the place where you've already seen, but you can see also there there are stairs going up. Uh, there's a second floor where there's probably going to be rooms because it's an inn, um, but there's also a door behind the bar going into probably what would be the barkeep's living quarters. What do you want to do? I think we check out that door behind the bar, Patty. Yeah, maybe um, Atticus has something back there. Maybe the other hand. I mean, that that's what I'm thinking. Or, or maybe he's a journal keeper and you know, keeps a journal of explains what, why he, this weird ritual, but yeah, I think to let them go to the, where they're going and we go back there and check out that room. Sounds good. Okay. Like grab a knife along the way, just a whatever's handy. Push your knife or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I want to do you two first and then we'll go to the basement. Um, the two of you go in, uh, it really is not much more than a large room uh, with a uh, you know bed and a, various things, and a counting book and so forth. But there also does seem to be a folder with a bunch of newspaper clippings. 
Who wants to look at the newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll grab the first one. Okay. So, Patty, you start looking through these newspaper clippings, and they all sort of have the same theme to them. People going missing in the moors in this area over the course of a number of years, up until about five years ago. And here's an example of one of them, which if you would read for us. Okay. Can you read that? Okay? Rambler found dead on moors. Miss Riley's body found in the woods, missing since December 10th. Deceased said to have suffered from insomnia. So um, the mystery surrounding the disappearance of Miss Sophia Riley, 22 years of age, of Elm Grove, Thornhill, Lees, Dewsbury, was solved this morning by the discovery of the body on the edge of the woods on Rudland Moor. Miss Riley left her home about six o'clock on Thursday morning to meet her friends and go rambling. And she was last seen alive near the Witch Elm Pub. She was then in good spirits and told an acquaintance that she would not keep her taking longer, talking longer than was necessary as she was anxious to return in time for work. What became of her after that had been a mystery up to this morning. A diligent search was made by the West Riding Police and the fullest inquiries amongst relatives and friends but these failed to reveal her whereabouts. Miss Riley's body was first seen this morning by a rambler, John Martin. The body was conveyed to the Victoria Hotel, where an inquest will be held probably tomorrow. There was nothing found in the deceased pockets likely to throw any light on the tragedy. Although to this, the deceased enjoyed fairly good health, she had complained that she could not sleep. And on one occasion, some 12 months ago, is said to have risen in the middle of the night and was found wandering in the village by a policeman. She was a good worker and was fond of her parents and her home. And that was from the Yorkshire Clarion. From about five years ago. Uh, you find other ones very similar. Uh, people having difficulty sleeping, uh, sleepwalking, and either being kidnapped or wandering away into the woods. Very few of them ever are found. She was one exception. Um, and there's also some commentary by some of the, in some of the police reports that Getting lost in the moors is not that unusual, um, especially if you go out there and you get stuck or trapped or you break your leg or whatever. You could be so far away that you just nobody ever finds you. You starve to death. But it is odd that all of these disappearances take place in and around this area. Well, it seems Atticus had a bit of a obsession with people missing in this area. Those of you yes. who've gone downstairs. Okay, I'll come back to you. Uh, people who've gone downstairs. Um, 
when you first get down the rickety sort of uh, ladder stairs, uh, there are a number of uh, lanterns that have been lit down here. There is um, there's a lot of storage stuff that's that's down here, but there's it's all cleared from out of the middle of the basement, and there is a table. And as you walk over to the table, you can see that there is another hand of glory that is uh, once again on another candle stand. And in this case, it has one finger still up. It's not lit. Um, and there is a large uh, book next to it and a sketchbook as well. Um, well, I, Dan, I guess we we found the other hand. Yes. Uh, well, um, open the book. Look at the sketchbook, yeah. Okay. The sketchbook, uh, there are some significant pictures, and I'll let you see those. She speaks of her uh, young, five long years. Our young in exchange... For hers, we had no choice. The other page looks like that. They stand dormant in the dark woods. woods. At least the woods are safe again. Safe again. The large book is rather ornate, and it's um, it's in old English, like old, almost where it's almost German. It look, you know, it's kind of like the language of Chaucer, uh, maybe even older. Uh, I don't actually have something to show you. Actually, but, be older. Uh, Chaucer is not, not old English. Okay. Well, it, it, this is old English, so can't, I don't know what would be. So it's, it's going to be almost impossible to read. But, um, but you're an antiquarian. Yeah, so, yeah. Why don't you roll? Yeah. Or if anybody has, uh, you know, language, they can roll. You guys are all educated, so. Yeah. Patty also. Well, Patty's upstairs. Oh, roll for English. That's an 08, um, which is a... Go with history, I guess. Uh, yeah, that'd be... Uh, I got an extreme. Well, what you can see is, I mean, the beginning of it is um what you can make out is banishment and return but it's spelled with a lot of y's and other letters stuck in there um it describes a method for banishing a witch uh, which involves severing her hands and using the knowledge bound therein to send her back to the devil's realm. It also describes a method for traveling to and from the devil's realm, uh, the place where they've banished her. Uh, let's, there is something else though. Uh, Well, what do you guys think? 
I'm thinking that we're already in this Spanish realm, and exactly. we should just use whatever power is in her hands to, to just get out of here. You want to take this our hands, but yeah. gather our stuff. Well, I mean, these are her hands, right? Maybe. So yeah. I'm assuming. Uh, how does the ritual? How how is it performed? Does does it do? We need to speak just speak words, or what? What's the deal? Um. Well, I mean, practically, let's put it into game terms. Uh, it costs eighteen magic points in order for you to transfer the building back home. That can be split up amongst you. So it doesn't all have to come from a single person. Um, but it also requires uh, that, I'm sorry, it also requires a combined sacrifice of power, of 90 POW points. So you have to divvy that up amongst you in order to. And finally, you have to have something of focus that's been in both worlds, um, which is probably what the hands are for. That the hand itself was what they were using to travel back and forth. And there's one Auntie said this, this this is the last time. So there they've got one one chance left or one thing. Oh, left. so the five, the, the ones that were closed, but that would have been stunned. This one has one left. Right. So why not just use whatever ritual this is to get us back to Yorkshire? Well, let's let's go ask the entire. Let's bring Audrey and Patty. Let's go upstairs. Let's the whole group. We'll say you all get together back in the, in the bar area. Lay out all the books and what we we have, and I don't understand any of this. Really, I don't know what to do. I mean, do we give her back the hands? What she wants. That's our deal. I don't want to give her back the hands. We're giving, if we give her back the hands, then that's also our way out of here. And we'll be stuck like those, those families playing in the woods. But we made the deal with her that if we give her her hands, I mean, you don't think she'll, she'll send us back if we return her hands as, as gratitude for (laughs) gratitude from that thing. Uh, she might give us our hands back, but I yeah, think that's as far as it goes. Uh, Audrey, are you forgetting that she had her people drug you and lop off your hands? I I know very well uh, that that she took my hand. I understand. I just, well, I mean, looking at this, um, what can I can I roll a cult and kind of try to make sense of it all? What sure. we need to do? Okay. Yes. Like put it into terms that we can talk through. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I have an idea, but I'm not sure if it'll work. Nope. It's an 83 out of 40. Uh, so I just add more confusion. Okay. Uh, that's an awful lot of 
It's an awful lot of luck. Any of you can roll a cult to see if you've read anything. Yeah. Forgive the pun, but I feel like we should cut our losses. Get out. Well, what I'm wondering is if we can, okay, this is what I was thinking. I don't know if it works. See what you think people think. Okay. We get there with the hands. We hold on to say we're not going to release her hands until she puts uh, you two. Somebody hold that has hands, hold it there and say we're not going to do these back until you put the hands back on the people. And then at that point, we do the we try to do the ritual before she zaps us. Well, she won't have her hands. So at that point, so she doesn't have our hands and her or her hands. Maybe. Do we have? I don't. Hands? I don't think she's dumb or... enough for that. Well, I think the ritual. Well, and she, mean, could, she could just wiggle her fingers, and then we'll all drop unconscious. Yeah. Just like uh, what she did with Atticus. I think we struck a bargain. I think we fulfilled the bargain, just as and hand her back her hands. We. And you think she'll be kind enough to send us back to Yorkshire? <sighs> Oh, I agree with Daniel. Through, through the generosity of her heart. How are we going to perform magic? <laughs> not a, I'm not a magician here. Me neither. I'm a scientist. Exactly. I mean, I, what do we do? There is, there is a ritual that it explains. Yeah. I don't have a There's, ritual to show you. Right. Okay. No. So would anything... We, we, we need something that's in, in both realms. We need something that's in both realms. Yes, there was that, that ring, the hand. There was a ring on her, a ring on her finger that I took off. Presumably, if the hands were in both realms, then the ring would have been be in both realms. Um, or, it may have been on there. Not sure. Well, I mean, it was on her. It was on the hand, uh, the first hand of glory. So. If her hand was in two realms, uh, unless she just put that ring on recently, which doesn't look like it, uh, then the ring should have been in both realms too. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a bit of a student of the occult. I'm not sure that I could walk us through this ritual successfully to get us back on our own. I mean, I'm of the mind that that, that I'm just of the mind that we made a deal that we would return her hands. I would get my hand back. Willow would get her hand back and then we'd be returned. I mean, maybe, maybe it's cold blooded, but I'm not sure we're indebted to, to helping those people. We just stumbled across a few hours ago. Oh, I don't think, well, it's for the kids, but I don't, yeah, I don't, the parents, as far as I'm concerned, can go rot, but, uh, Okay. How did okay specifically? Let's let's go back over how how did we? What was the wording of our deal specifically? Did she say that you? But was it for us for her? We didn't even know we were elsewhere, so we didn't include the matter the bit about sending us back. I so mean, I she's don't not obligated. To, she, she's not even she's not obligated to send us back. I don't no. remember specifically because I was staring at my recently chopped off hand, but. Yeah. But I mean, we I've, didn't know we were elsewhere. So why would we have included that? At uh, why, why would we have included that clause in there? Well, I mean, we have the hands. We can make a new bargain. Exactly. I'm with okay. Audrey on this. We could, you know, 
We can try. Maybe one hand hostage to make this new bargain. Somebody stay outside with the other hand. Um, with you know, maybe uh, we can make a torch here. We have our lanterns. You could burn it if you needed. The, burn the closed one. Keep or somebody keep the one that has the finger up. Yeah, I would say if we are going to go through this lunacy, you would have to. We be wiser to give her the closed hand, the one that's not yes. uh, used up. Exactly. And uh, somebody take the other one in. And, and can and we need to do somebody back to safe passage from the young ones. I think those were what those. I bet those were what those things were that I was sharing in the forest. Yeah, which which children are we talking about? The ones in the picture. Okay, those are the strangest looking trees I've ever seen. I don't think they're trees. What makes you say that? Because it talks about young ones and uh, an exchange of, of her young ones for kids and vice versa on that i mean i mean we've gone into the realm of complete fairy tales here i mean just insane it's completely insane but it seems to be true seems to be yes i mean i wouldn't be surprised if like the house raised up on on two legs i mean you know baba yaga well, I haven't I, checked upstairs. Audrey, just, when, uh, when uh, Willow mentions Baba Yaga, there's something that, that pops into your mind. Now, if you're going with like the Baba Yaga myth, Baba Yaga, uh, I mean, she's a terrifying sort of monster, but one of her qualities is that she can't lie and she can't go back on a bargain. Yeah. So we need yep. to make a good bargain. If now, this isn't Baba Yaga, obviously. It's something but, else. But, but something else. But she maybe... did seem to make a big deal about a bargain, breaking a bargain. Yeah. Right. She, she seemed very, uh, I mean, a bargain meant a lot to her. So I think whatever, if we can, I think we go back, we take both hands. Somebody stays outside with the one hand with, you know, a digit still up. Mm-hmm. And we 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 strike a bargain that gets us away from here, gets us our hands back. I mean, I think I mean she's she seemed really beholden to to uh, wanting to strike a bargain. So I think whatever bargain we can strike, as long as we're clear with our terms, that she's going to honor that. It yeah. seems to me. Right. I just I, just I, say I, that we don't feel like she was bargaining in good faith. That. Uh, she did not tell us we were not in our own realm. Yeah, but you'd have to make a new bargain. We've already right, agreed that's to give her the, back both her hands. So, and there's yeah. no going back on the bargain. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, I mean, to get into it, I think we said we retrieve her hands, which we've done. We have her hands. Oh, but we didn't give them back. I don't know. That's true. I don't I think, think we did. I think we. I think we're in a position to strike a new bargain because we. I mean, we hold all the chips. You know, we we have the things she wants. 
Right. Yeah. I I agree. I mean, let's just go back, get out of this crazy this realm. Let's let's, let's and, do it. Yeah. I mean, but I, I want to get out of here. Get Audrey and Willow's hands back and get out of this nightmare. I mean, Pat, Patty is right. We 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 didn't make our way upstairs. I don't know if. Well, just... let's take a quick let's take a quick look upstairs. See if there's anything that. But I mean, that's probably just the uh, the rooms for the end. But you do a quick scan anyway. Leave no stone unturned. There's there's nothing upstairs. It takes you ten okay. minutes. Okay. Is there a sheet? Are there sheets, blankets, anything? Yes, I want yes, to make a couple. Sure. I want to make a couple torches. Put some oil, lamp oil on them. Okay. Sure. If we need uh, bird and this. You still have your uh, your iron. Yeah, oil. I have that poker now. Yeah, uh, I think the I think the yeah and wrap. Let's wrap these up and and. Uh, um, okay, something waterproof. Yeah. So, so we retrieve the hands. You, Audrey, Willow, you get your hands back, and then we're using the last finger to get out of here, right? No more bargains. Because the bargain, and the initial bargain was we retrieve the hands, she would give you back your hands. Right. Right. Yep. So I say don't even make any more bargains, just get out. I thought we were uh, okay. But, I mean, we have to give her back. We have to give her back both hands. So Was that in the we won't have the hand here. We retrieved the hands, like you said earlier. We retrieved the hands. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and that was the bargain. Okay. Uh, I think we're splitting hairs. I think we just we go back. We keep one person out with the finger that's up. Have it wrapped if we can. If we need to burn it or set it on fire, try you know. And then somebody goes. Audrey Willow go in. Make the new bargain. We go home, they get their hands. We're out of this nightmare. I, I don't want to make any new bargain here. The original bargain was we retrieve the hands, they get their hands back. Does any of us remember the original bargain? We didn't sign anything. We just uh, we said we'd go get the hands. I mean, do Dan nightmare. Daniel, do you do you think you can using this 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 hand with the digit up, you think you can get us back? following this this ritual i think we'll need um all of us to contribute we're going to be somewhat less for it i think but audrey and willow giving up hands i'd like to go back with with two hands all right what about this we um Like you said, uh, I think the boring was just we would retrieve the hands. Uh, and we have retrieved the hands, so we've, uh, we have fulfilled our part of the bargain. Uh, but to be, on the, but to, to be on the safe side, since we did not say we would hand the, hand, the hands back, we want uh, her to send us back, give a safe, give, or give a safe passage out of her realm and I'm on. Say passage out of the realm and send us back. Right. In one piece. Right. With your hands and and yes, back. in one piece. Yeah. So we're gonna make a new deal saying we're gonna give the hands back. New deal. I, I, I try. If, 
I don't want to make a new deal because the cost might be too high. Well, I, I, I get the, it. The deal, the, the, the deal, the deal is we retrieve the hints, we've filled our brains. She doesn't get them back until she agrees that she's going to send us back in one piece, uh, no. give us a passage, send us back in, in one piece. We can send ourselves back without her help and without a hand. Well, part of the bargain for retrieving the hands is you get your hands back, right? Right, but um, if we give both hands back, we don't have the hand. No, 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 we retrieve back. the hand. We're not giving it back. That was in the original bargain. <laughs> I, that is, let us settle it what, by a vote. What, what, why don't we, okay, why don't we do this? It's like, what do we say? All right, uh, we retrieve the hands. Uh, give, uh, uh, first you give, give, uh, give our hand back, you get the other one. Or what do we say? Okay, we retrieve the hands, we want our hands back. That's it. We just say we, yes. we retrieve your hand. We want our hands back. See what she does, and then go and play it from here. No, just lay out the whole bargain. No, I mean again, I don't know why we're. You want your hands back, and we want back to our world. That's it. We're done in one piece. In one piece, one piece and not be haunted by this nightmare anymore. That's I think it. that's. I think and that's great. Yeah. I'm going to stand outside with the other hand that's got the one finger up, and if she wants to do anything we'll just burn it <laughs> just call me in i'll bring give her the hand we'll be done with this and what if okay sure but be aware she might be able to take uh take uh the her hands back by force she might and i would then we can't do much about it i feel like if she could take the hands back by force we wouldn't be part of this equation. Yeah, I, the sheer fact that all we had to do was walk here, find the hands and walk back. I don't know what the rules of this place is, but I don't know why any of those adults that were playing with the children couldn't have come and got her stupid hands. It, it makes no sense to me. So <laughs> let's just go make the new bargain and be done with this. We might try talking to another person on the way out and see what, what prevented them from doing that, assuming they'll talk to us. I mean, we're going that way. We're going that way anyway, so. I don't well, trust this damn witch. Not one bit. No. Well, we deal with either, but I'm not sure what choice, do. choice we have. Switch after all. So is that what you're going to do? Go back and talk to some of the people before oh. you go on? Yeah, I think I, as I think we're so. going, yeah, as we're going yeah. through, we can ask some because, questions. Because I mean, we, we I might be ask. persuaded. I might be persuaded to to, uh, to 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 do what you say, hey Dan. But I don't think Audrey will. So I don't think we have any choice about the matter. I want to find mean, out what was added. I mean, I, I, I lost my left hand. She lost. She lost her right hand. All right. I just yeah. So we'll assume that you've got what you need. You've got your stuff. Mm-hmm. You walk back along the path to the clearing, and it's still going on there pretty much the way it was before families are staying together. Um, of course, you don't see Atticus. As far as you know, he's still back in the witch's mm-hmm. cabin. Um, what do you want to do? You wanted to walk up to somebody? Yes, yeah, I want to person. ask uh, what was Atticus's plan Okay. Um, so this person is with their family. They're 
you can see that they're happy and at the same time they're extremely sad because they think this is going to be it that they've used up their their abilities um, all right so the person begins to explain Atticus is the one who started putting together the evidence that the people who were going missing, uh, that it had something to do with this old woman. Uh, it took a number of years before he amassed enough information to where he realized that she was an evil witch. And the only way to stop her, according to uh, that old book, was that we cut off her hands. This would rob her of most of her power, and that we could then banish her to the devil's realm, which apparently is what this is. But unfortunately, before we could manage to banish her, she somehow managed to kidnap all of our children. And so her and the children were transferred to this place, and we were stuck back at home. So it took us a year because it had to be on the same day, the solstice, which is what today is, that we could open up the gate and transfer the, the, the inn into the devil's realm and try and retrieve our children, but we weren't able to. And Auntie won't let the children go. All she has to do, she has some power. All she has to do is grant them the ability to leave the glade and we can take them home, but she won't do it until we give her back her hands. But we won't give her back her hands because she's an evil witch. So we've done this once every year for five years. The problem is, is well, what you can guess from the spell is that it sucks the life force out of you a little bit each time. None of them have the strength to do it again at this point. Um, and Atticus, in your case, Atticus figured maybe if he could find somebody, yeah, it was just Providence that you walked in, that he could offer that, her their hands that, uh, that she would let them go, but she didn't want anything to do with it. Auntie can't leave the cabin because the magicus got her trapped there. So really, we were trying to protect the world from that witch, at least the local world. Yeah, and our so. payment is that our children got stolen from us. We just want our children back. I have a question. I described the, uh, the things that we saw in the book. What are those? Have you seen them? Atticus saw them. He said they're her children. Something that lives in the woods. Something that probably is responsible for killing all those ramblers that wandered into the woods. If she gets her hands back, she'll be given unimaginable power, uh, enough to maybe even escape her prison, and I, I cannot be responsible for that. That would weigh too heavily. The cost would be too much. I mean, she's been in our world for a long time. How much worse would it be than what right. it was previously? Imaginable power. Where is Bill? She hasn't. <laughs> she's not at her full power because she doesn't have her hands. She well, had she, her hands. Before. She was for probably for years beforehand. Yeah. Before this happened. 
We don't know what she's planning. I I say we finish our bargain. Here, get out of here. I disagree. You're unleashing evil into the world. I'd rather just get out now. Fascinating. All right, I'm ready to go. But Dan, unless you do, you have no conscience, Charlie. I do, and I want out of this nightmare. We can get out. Just use the hands right now. They'll leave. We don't have to make any deal. Audrey and Willow will lose their hands, yes, but we'll all be transported back. Well, you will be. The children and the people won't be. Yeah, the kids. The kids will stay here. I mean, yeah, you're you're you have no conscience, Dan. You're going to leave these people here. We can go back, strike a new bargain. And be done with this. You're going to make another deal with that devil, that she-witch? What are we supposed to do? It's either we we go... right now. We leave without mine and Willow's hands and without all of these kids. I feel like we're in a position that we could bargain for the return of of, uh, reunite these families. Right. Add that to the bargain for the hands back. That's simple. Done. Well, I don't think it's simple. We're going to have to be very careful of the wording, but sure, we have to try. And she's and she's had a lot more experience with this than we have, so we have to be yes, very, and very you're, careful. You're going to give this evil entity as as bad as Satan himself. Oh, I doubt. No. It's been you five would do years that, and no luck. We have and to try Patty, something different. Patty, what do you think of this? This conundrum, this problem. And as you are an intellectual, Daniel, I am also one for the books. And I think that the knowledge that is in there is not going to help us this time. We have to, we have to call upon our faith and let that be our guide. I'm sorry, Daniel. I, I'm i with the others. Very well. It seems like the group has spoken, so we might as well hear what this witch has to say. All right, so we're going to go on. To the witch. Um, I think as we're walking, okay, who, who's who's going to keep the one hand with you know the finger up? Who's going to stay outside with it? I'll take the yeah. one hand. If Dan wants to take it, I you know I I would take it either. Dan, you might want to be there to make sure the language is the bargain struck perfect. Right. I think we ought to leave it with Charlie, and I'm going to give Charlie some matches. I have the lantern, and I'll light a a torch before. You got the hand ready, wrapped up in cloth. It could, with a little oil on it, it could go up like that. Patty, are you are you wanting to come in to bargain or or wait out? Uh, Patty, I think she'll come inside and just kind of, you know, be with be with the others. Daniel, we are we're trusting you with this bargaining chip 
uh, and that you'll not just light it on fire or tr- return, <laughs> try to return on your own. I think Charlie's going to be holding on to it. I'm going to hold Char- it. Charlie's <laughs> Okay. Sorry. Apologies. Um, apologies. No, the spell book, though. This book, who, who's going to take that? Are you going to take that in? We're going to keep it with the hand with the one digit up? Oh, no, she does. No, 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 no. We don't want her to know that we have that. Hand. We have the book. All right. It I can stays put, outside. I've got it. Yeah. I'll put it in my bag. I have a field bag. Okay. Raise hands. She sees that going inside. Yeah. Pardon? Who's going inside? Okay. So three of you are going in and the two of you are staying outside. Dan and Charlie are staying outside. Dan, watch for the things in the woods. All right. And you have, you're taking in both hands? The no, close, closed fist hand is going in. The one with the finger still up is staying out. Charlie has that. Okay. I guess. All right. There's the, the cabin ahead of you. Um, and you can see now that the sky is a little lighter. Oh, the morning must be here. coming probably within 15 or 20 minutes, maybe. You okay. I have a time here. Okay. Break that bargain. All right. We'll be stuck so for the- another, yeah. The three of you go inside, and uh, uh, Auntie is across the room. She suddenly turns around and sees you. Oh, you've returned, my dears. Have you succeeded? We have retrieved them. Do you have what I want, then? Put them on the table. Hold it up and put it on the table. A hand for a hand. And she takes the hand that matches and Mm -hmm. just sort of rips it off of her wrist, just like snapping sinew and stuff like that. She tosses it on the table and it skitters over towards, let's say it's, um, it's uh, Audrey's hand. Um, It skitters over towards Audrey and uh, turns itself around. And if you put your arm down there, you can feel it like, little worms crawling through your flesh as it starts to reattach itself to your hand and hers likewise reattaches and she says at the other one we Let's... want to make sure that uh, that we uh, uh, that we understand the bargain what make sure we understand this bargain okay so according to your understanding of the bargain what do you believe you think that uh, that you're obligated to do what are you trying to do? Get out of it? No, you give no, me I your want hands make, and I give I want you to yours sh- back. That's okay. the deal. All right. So you will give us our hands back. I've already given her hers. You want sure. yours back? Give me the other hand. And are we Wait. going to be assured um, safe passage and return to our realm or not? I have no need of you here. No, not at all. That's all right, think I you... want to take care of those little human brats. So, okay. I want to be very clear. Uh, if we give Where you the other... Where is my other hand? If, if we give you the other it's hand, you will, send, you will send us with Willow with her other hand attached 
and all of the children back to wherever it is we came from. Yes, yes, I'll let you all go. I have no need of you any longer. Safely and in one piece. Safely in one in one piece. Well, it, <laughs> safely, safe, safely, and not da- safely and not damaged. One piece, all of us safely in separate damaged. bodies, not no, all have, of us as I one have, piece. I have no need of you or as any we of were. that. I'll okay. send you all back. Don't want and us all to go back. Where is my? And you, will, and you and will not bother us any for. And you will not bother us any for. You fresh. keep changing the deal. You keep adding stuff to it. Bring me my hand now, or face the consequences. Do a do a spot hidden as you guys are standing. Yeah. yeah. And those of you outside, do listen. I just have a regular pass, twenty four out of twenty five. Uh, I would spend if I needed to. Did you all spend? Can, pass, I, spend, can I spend two to make it a hard? Sure. Leslie, did you pass? Yeah, regular pass. When she starts to get angry. She seems to almost loom up bigger than she was before. And underneath her, her cowl and her hunched back, something is writhing around. Charlie, bring it in. Charlie, don't do it. Um, this is the those last of chance. you who are outside, you don't know exactly what's going on inside, but you hear a kind of cracking and crashing like, like tree limbs off in the Charlie, distance. bring it in. Charlie, think about it. We leave right now. We can keep that that witch imprisoned here. I'm bringing the hand in. If she brings Armageddon upon the I'm world, the it's on in. you. So Charlie, right. Charlie comes in with the, the hand. What do you do? Um, okay. Put it on, on the put it on the table. All right. I'm so assuming you, they made the bargain. So. You, uh, you place it on the table, and uh, once again, it skitters over towards her, and she rips off the one that she has and tosses it over towards Willow, at which point it moves over and reattaches. Uh, and her other hand once again attaches, and she's like, oh, after five years, I finally got... Where is my ring? You're sending this back, right? All of us safely. Give it to me. Give me. You're my sending this ring. back. I get. I'll, I'll throw it to you when you send as, as you're sending this back. All right. It wasn't part of the deal. All right. I, I'm perfectly willing to, to, to give you your ring back. I just don't trust you. I want to make sure that we're going. That's all. Give it back all to right. me. I'll. I'll send you. I'll send the others. I'll send their children. I'll send the end, all of you back to Earth. You will send their children, not your children. You send us back now. I'll send their children and all of you intruders back. All right. Give me my ring. All right. So she takes the ring and she puts it on. And for a moment, her hand sort of glows. Her, her, Everything sort of starts to quiver behind her. Um, and she says, go, take them all to the end, and I'll transfer you back. Right, so, uh, Dan, you're standing outside, 
And as you're standing outside, you hear things all around crashing in the woods. And you think that there are trees that are sort of moving towards the edge of the clearing, especially back behind the house. You can see their branches sort of Don't waving look. in the in the sky. Oh, I'm looking. Um, Don't look. Uh, and they come out of the house. They seem to have made a bargain. They don't have the hands or the. We're moving. I'm, we're yeah. going. We got to right. run. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, so you run back along the path and you can feel in the air. There's kind of a, a quivering sound. And you can see that all around you in the woods, there are things like trees things that are starting to awaken and move about um, like they've been long asleep. It's definitely like a nightmare from a, an old fairy tale or something. As you get to the clearing, um, everybody seems to be a bit alarmed um, and the children seem to be kind of waking up, not completely understanding where it is they are. Run to the um, end. Yeah, runs in. Follow yes. us. All right. So you pick, guys pick, run. Pick up, your, pick up your kids and run as fast and run as fast as you can. They I don't know uh, you get through, but the kids can get through. They are surprised when they get to the edge of the glade and they are able to bring their children. They all run to the end. You get to the end, and as you're coming up to the end, the end is literally almost sort of bouncing on the ground as you're doing this and all around you, you can see these things emerging from the woods that look well, no. kind of like, well, they're, they're uh, dark young. So um, yes. if you know what those are. Um, okay. Grab everybody up, get in, get in the house. You all yeah. run into the inn and there is an almighty sort of whooshing sound. Um, everybody, uh, all of the other people, the parents, um, they grab their heads and they they sort of stagger to the ground for a moment. Uh, and you can feel also a kind of energy being drawn just for a moment out of your head. It doesn't it doesn't make you any more than you know a few moments of of dizziness. And then there's a great sort of funk, and it's it's slightly raining outside. You can hear the rain on the roof. Are the kids with us? The kids are with you. The parents are with you. The parents are ecstatic. Everybody um, get out of the woods now. Just to be on the safe side. All right. Uh, which, which way? Um, well, now you're back in, we came. In, on the moors. We're back in, on the moors. On the I moors. Am kissing the ground. You grab whatever you've, you've left behind. You, you, you've got the book still in your hand. Um, you get to the front door, you run outside, and as you run outside, you realize that you're back on the moors, but the woods all around you are much larger and much more overgrown, and you can hear things moving out in the woods back behind, back behind the end and around, and a new path through the woods seems to have appeared um, down which 
you can see that Witch's cabin has also arrived along with the the woods are teeming with the dark young. But you escape. You can all do uh, sanity, one last sanity sanity roll. How you feel about it. Uh, That's a pass. Uh, I failed. You failed the devil with us. I made it back with my hand. That's, okay. that's what I wanted. All right. So we'll what I, what if, I... if you pass, you can do a 1d4 damage. If not, you can do a 1d8. Four. Uh, Three. Seven. Ah, Dan runs screaming off into the night. Uh, Doom! You've doomed us! <laughs> Dan, where are you going? Um, and that's the end of our story. <laughs> now, naturally, I feel the last Saturday roll. The real fun thing about this scenario, running it, is getting you all into that position where, for at least a half an hour, you sit there deliberating what the hell are we going to do? Exactly. Because you could do a lot of things. You could kill Auntie, which has consequences, or try to kill her which has yeah. consequences. Um, you could get in the cabin and take it back home, which would mean that you trap Auntie and the children and the people there. Um, God knows what she will do to them. Uh, there's a lot of things, but there's a couple of them that are, if you don't have an object to focus on, if you try to transfer back to the earth, um, if you don't have one of the hands or something to concentrate on, uh, you will fumble and you will, uh, you will land somewhere else, possibly on another planet, or you might just drift in space, or you might you know, awesome. crash into a mountain or whatever. If you actually roll a triple zero, if you roll a triple zero, Auntie's planet and Earth collide with one another and it destroys everyone in one huge cataclysm. See, I, I feel like we won, Dan. Right. You kind of won. She's back. <laughs> Not sure about that one. People are going to start going disappearing, disappearing once again out in the woods. And Yorkshire is she, she is a priestess of Shabnagula. Right. But, right. but I have my hand and I'm back home. Right. And had she been revealed, she has branches and uh, tentacles. That's why I didn't did not want to. I I didn't want to see. (laughs) I saw that second (laughs) drawing. It's like I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. It took just took a little under an hour and forty seven minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Let me go ahead and uh, do the outro. All right. Where is my outro? Our players included Leslie Schaefer, Alex Sun, Kent Blue, Thomas Grooms, and Max Laddermilk, with uh, myself as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the fine arts of gameplay and game mastering. 
We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering the questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.